The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to those expressing them and do not necessarily reflect the OSA Foundation Incorporated or any other group or individual. This podcast may contain dialogue or subject material that could be considered for mature audiences only. All aspects of how you play the game and the OSIP Foundation Incorporated are protected by copyright and other state and federal intellectual property laws. Unauthorized use without the express written consent of the OSIP Foundation Incorporated is strictly prohibited. If you're interested in sponsoring how you play the game, please email us at podcast at osipfoundation.org. Your sponsorship may be tax deductible. So I hear you're waiting for the chili to cool. Yes. Okay. Well, that's yeah. that's the code. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I hear you're waiting for the crust to be done. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. Because <laughs> that doesn't sound creepy at all. No. 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 I love how you yeah, just to be done. So funny. Someone said to me the other day. I was talking about the podcast, and they go, "You have a podcast?" And I said, "Yeah. It's about sportsmanship and this, that, the other. Blah, 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 blah." And then I stopped and I said, you know what? It's actually not about any of that. It's just the dumbest crap we can think of. And we happen to interweave that stuff into it. So I'm imagining right. that person now listening to this episode. It's like the first one. And they're like, no, he was right. There's yeah, the this, validation. Yeah. Was, yeah, this literally was. This is supposed to be a serious podcast. Yep. And they start the whole thing off with with chili and crust. Yeah. Which, let's face it, those are our stripper names. Right. Chili and crust. Which one do you want? I'll do chili. Okay, that makes me crust. Because I'm making, I made the chili, and, and I just made a crust. What for? What? What kind of pie are you making? Oh, uh, it's not a pie at all. Oh, it's an, it's an ice cream cake. Oh, yeah. What? What, what flavor? Ice so, cream? well, the well, the crust is made out of Oreo. Oh. And the ice cream is made out of ice cream. Well, <laughs> what? <f> <laughs> Okay, asshole. <laughs> what flavor ice cream? <laughs> that person has just turned off the podcast. Well, this was a waste of 30 seconds of my life. Oh, it's mint chocolate chip and chocolate. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Welcome to How You Play the Game, <laughs> podcast of the Osa Foundation Incorporated. Uh, yours truly, Jack Furlong, with you as you talked about what's going on as far as the world of sportsmanship is concerned. This is the first month of the month, the first month. This is the first episode. I'm thinking about ice cream being ice cream. First month okay. of the month. This is the first episode of the month of November. The year is 2023. Glad you can be with us. As always, check us out online at osafoundation.org. Contact the show via email with the address podcast at osafoundation.org. On social media, we're at Facebook.com slash OSA Foundation, Twitter and Instagram at OSA Foundation, hashtag how you play the game. Also on uh, YouTube and apparel stores and books are for sale and God knows whatever else. And across the way from me, as always, on the screen is the producer engineer, Mr. Sean Ryan. Sean, hello. How's the chili? It's cooling off to be Good. put in the fridge. Did that take a while to cool? Uh, I'd say about 15 or 20 minutes. Um so I, I make, so I make my chili in a, uh, um, pressure cooker. Okay. Right. So I put in diced tomatoes, onions, red, uh, red beans, uh, red peppers, uh, green chili and uh, turkey sausage. But sometimes I use the impossible turkey sausage. It's impossible to um, find. And, uh, <laughs> Abaha. Uh, yeah. And, um, 
so uh yeah it takes it's it's so much quicker it's like 40 minutes to 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 and usually chili takes like hours to make um but i i cook it in the pressure cooker 40 minutes and then i wait maybe another 20 for it to cool and then store it in the refrigerator and it's good for a whole week so nothing wrong with that yeah you've had it before i have had it before it is quite good yeah it is quite good it's um my chili that's should the episode be called the ice cream is made of ice cream or i'm proud of my chili i think the ice cream is made of ice cream is okay just more appropriate or the first or the first month of the month yeah <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds like a movie title the first month of the month also known as the ice cream is made of ice cream starring paul rudd so <laughs> <laughs> And Samuel L. Jackson. Seems like a, he just seems like that. Just seems like a perfect movie yeah. title for him. Yep. <laughs> and Samuel L. Jackson is the pizza delivery guy. Right. Yeah. You know, because yeah. of the porn. Right. Right. So anyway, <laughs> uh, speaking of ice cream and porn, why don't we hop into it? That's sure. what she said. All right. Great. Um. So this this article came across uh, October twenty second. Uh, this is on uh, ESPN. And, and a memo was obtained uh, coming from the NFL to their teams that says significant discipline for fighting before or during games. Uh, apparently, uh, what has been happening, if, you know, is that the uh, there are teams that have been literally coming to blows, if you will. You know, just it's just it seems uh, a little little odd, but it happens. You know that uh, dur- you know during pregame warmups and whatnot. Any it says here any club players or club person players or club personnel who fight before or during a game are subject to ejection, suspension, and or a significant fine, according to the memo. Um, also says that uh, involved people who are involved with the fight could also potentially forfeit draft picks and or face a fine. Um, if uh, if if the it also says in this memo that uh, players or personnel who join an existing fight could potentially be subject to more significant accountability measures. So apparently, there you know, there's been um, a couple of weeks ago. There were two games where a pregame fight occurred. So this is the same day in two different places: 49ers Browns game in Cleveland, and Cowboys Chargers Monday night in Los Angeles had pregame fights. Um, now these were fights that these were opposing teams fighting. Yes, yep. Because when you when you have in in a football game when you warm up. You know, pregame warmups and whatnot. Um, you know, they divide the field in half, mm-hmm. and one team is on one side, and the other team is on the other side. And different people come out and do different warmups at different times, and this, that, the other, you know, whatnot. But apparent, you know, in, in in these situations, those boundaries were crossed because of something. You know, it's one thing you can watch any any sports sporting event, especially team sporting events, and you will see people who are on opposing teams talk to each other very politely right you know that which which is a beautiful thing you know how many times do you do you watch a baseball game and before the game they're doing you know sprints just you know just before the game and um you know two two cats who had played with each other on some team meet behind second base and give each other a hug say hey how are you how's the family all that kind of stuff right you know that's totally normal and i think that's accepted and appreciated and 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 we champion that 
you know during the game when you know runner reaches first and the first baseman and the runner talk yeah you know tap each other say hey how are you you know whatever you know that's all that's all good stuff that's a beautiful thing you know um it 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 furthers the message of sportsmanship because it makes you realize that it you know it's a game and we're all on the same side of life you know we're all alive we're all happy to be there um you know and i've always said from day one too that you know, the, the, the players need to understand that they're all part of the same union. Right. You know, so, so you might be wearing different uniforms, but you're all fighting a different battle at a different time, mm-hmm. you know? So, so that, that kind of stuff is, is all, it just, it doesn't always come into consideration when these things get out of hand. And in this case, what has happened is that, you know, however it started, it was, you know, people who cross those boundaries for inappropriate reasons and a fight broke out, you know, and, and, you know, here's the other thing too, a, a chunk of the time that these things happen, it's a lot of pushing and shoving, you know, a lot of trash talking. It's not, you don't, I don't think you see punches thrown, you know, the way that a fight tends to involve, you know, I mean, geez, how many times do you look at uh, a melee in baseball and it's just a lot of pushing and shoving you know, you don't you don't see a lot of haymakers being landed. You know what I mean? Right. So so but but it is a skirmish. It's a brouhaha. And, uh, you know, a lot of stuff happens. So, I mean, we just had one in the uh, the ALCS where uh, in game five between the uh, Rangers and the Astros, there was a bench clearing incident that resulted in three ejections. And I think at least one person from each team who was not on the active roster or told you are no longer allowed to sit with your team on the bench or in the bullpen uh, during during the games anymore as a result of this. Yeah. So so I mean these are the these are the things that happen. Right. Um, the the pitcher Brian Abreu who got suspended for the whole thing he appealed and they did not reduce the suspension but they did say well the compromises will have you serve it the first two games of the 2024 season, which is. You know, I, I I understand why they did that because by the time he appealed, they had to heal, hear the appeal within 24 hours, mm-hmm. and uh, or maybe it was 48 hours. But they were, you know, there were only two games left in that series, and I think they saw the writing on the wall for let, let's not let this series be decided or have an asterisk next to it, especially when it's already the Astros who are involved, kind of a thing. So right. I get it, but it just I, I guess it just speaks to the idea that. I can't believe that we have to send a memo like this. You know, right. like like it should it shouldn't be rocket science, but here we are. You know, we see it and we see it with college football rivalries. We see it with all different stupid things. And the penalties seem pretty steep from yeah. what I'm seeing here. So, I mean, good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not good that it had to be that it had to come to this point. I mean, but it's. You know, everyone you know, fight breaks out. It's like everyone's seeing it. Everyone's, you know, it's you know. I know that in broadcasting they try to limit what's, you know, they they try to limit p- parts of the fight that are viewable, right? They try to. It's even. I think steer that clear, steer clear from it, but yeah, it's I mean, all. But you can it's only also do so much, right? And it's also that's more, that's a that's a tactic that works more when you've got like a like a fan on the field, 
Right. You know what I mean? Because they they realize they don't want to give that fan the you know the 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 spotlight or encourage other fans to think that this is okay because they'll get on TV. Right. It with with these fights and whatnot. You know, it's almost like the 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 people behind the scenes know that. Well, this is going to get eyeballs. You know. Right. So, so you and I, I think I just talked maybe about that's this. what I was thinking, but yeah. I, maybe they shouldn't. They no, they shouldn't. Listen, this is something I talked about on the blog fights. a couple of months ago. Is that you know the the people who are behind the scenes, as well as in conjunction with the broadcasters, and it, it could go one of many ways, um, realize that tension and conflict uh, drive ratings. They they bring in revenue and eyeballs on sets because of. Uh, that kind of stuff usually involves ad revenue increasing and profit going up. So it's in a sick way, it behooves them, right. you know? And the other thing about these pregame fights in football is that there's a good chance that you're not even going to see the fight live on TV because it's pregame. Yeah, that's true. You know, if it's during the game, different story mm. you know so i'm but i'm sure that the news and or the highlights and whatnot they'll they'll show it later it just doesn't have the same do you think here's a here's a sort of a i guess a, a thought here that's dangerous think, from you i know i'm burning <laughs> um do you think that because it's during a pregame is it okay so did let me look at this again. So did the NFL say that it was fights specifically during pregame or I believe it said in general. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Fighting before or during games in the headline. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So I almost think like if it was before, <laughs> since it's not broadcasted, that's why the fines are so steep. But you almost think like, if it was during a broadcast, do you think they would soften the fines a little bit to, you know, encourage, I mean, not to encourage that type of behavior, but if it so happens to come to that, they're not really going to, you know, they're really, they're not going to do much to right. stop it because again, it, it involves eyes on, you know, on, on the screen. And, well, you know, what's and, funny about that is that, um, you look at the other sports before this memo came out and I think that what you just said plays a subconscious factor, but the fact that the NFL, which is undefeated in terms of sports marketing and, and profit and whatnot, mm -hmm. uh, the fact that they said it even during the game, it, it, it gives you pause to say, okay, so what's behind this? Because, you would think that, like you just said, why, you know, what would make, are they just doing this to save face? Is there another, is, are they noticing a trend in uh, people not, you know, the, the revenue not going up because of this stuff? Right. Which is possible. You know, I, I don't, I don't have their books in front of me. Um, But, you know, in, in, for an altruistic purpose, this is good. You know, yeah, like there's like always you, there's always an ulterior motive. Oh, right? Of course, especially I when mean, the almighty dollar is involved. I feel like maybe they broadcasted this memo because they want people to think, oh, what's going on? And they want people to think, oh, there's more. There's more to this. You know, let's keep watching. 
see what unfolds. So it's really like a left turn and then another left turn kind of. It's really like being one or two steps ahead right. to say the ulterior motive is that we're going to say that there's no ulterior motive when in fact there's an ulterior motive. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, I know we were, we were talking about this on, on the golf course the other day, but like, you know, with, you know, with these people who like that, with that guy that, you know, escaped prison in Pennsylvania, like, mm-hmm. was it a month ago, a couple months ago? Yeah. In the summer. Over the summer, late summer. Yeah. And like a part of me almost wants to think, well, what if they knew exactly where he was and they're just taking their time just to draw out know, the media coverage the headlines, just to draw it out, keep the headlines going. And didn't I see this in 1997's tomorrow never dies. Yeah. Right. Elliot Carver Elliot manipulating Carver. a war just for ratings. Right. But it's like, I mean, what art imitates reality, right? Art yeah. imitates life. I mean, tomorrow never dies sort of forecasted no pun intended ah. the, or broadcasted ah. um, ah, yeah. um <laughs> that ice cream's of, really chilling with the chili huh right yeah oh god i know yeah, yeah, yeah. scratch that time. one from the record that's a <laughs> my bidet is gonna get a lot of use from that now there's the title um <laughs> 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 so uh but maybe you know it's art imitates life they're sort of predicting the future of of broadcasting and the media and and how they thrive on this sort of sort of thing and i might i and again this is this is sort of a i don't want to say biased but it's like in a in a large way i you know there is no there's no more integrity when it yeah. comes to reporting anything, it's well, like there always has to be a side yeah. to everything. It, and take... it could be as trivial as like someone's favorite vegetable or or someone's favorite like movie or or something like something that's supposed to be pop culture. Right. You know, there's always got to be a side that you take. It's always you... Star Wars versus Star Trek or PS4 versus Xbox. And it's like right. we're going to cut each other's throats over this kind of a thing. Right. The fanboy yeah. experience. Right. And it's like, okay, you can have an opinion about that sort of thing, but it's, I mean, can't you just have an article that just states facts and like no editorial interjections? Yeah. Like, can we, can we just, can we do that? No, we can't. We can, it's, and it's a shame. Can, I don't think we can do that anymore. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I was, I was going to say this too. You're saying all of this stuff. And to me, it's like, how amazing is it that in a post-COVID world like this, anything becomes a conspiracy theory? Right. You know, five, ten years ago, would we have taken this and been saying, hey, you know, uh, there's an ulterior motive here. Right. You know, could it be possible that these convicts, they know where they are at all times and mm-hmm. they're just, you know, keeping it going for ratings. Right. You know, I mean, that's and I'm not trying to subscribe to the conspiracy theory per se. What I'm trying to say is that it's insane that we are commenting on this in a way where we are literally saying the conspiracy theory idea and protocol comes up at the beginning of our thought process almost immediately. Right. You know, that used to not be the way it was. 
and I now think it because is. things have become so outlandishly ridiculous yeah that your mind can't help but to go in that direction even though you're not even though intrinsically you're not a conspiracy theorist but if you i mean if enough crazy shit happens mm -hmm. i mean it's really difficult to not think certain things and again it's like and again i'm i'm not normally in that boat at all you and me both i mean i have you know my tinfoil hat is in the shop right now <laughs> Uh, Mine's but... <laughs> in the oven, actually, underneath the uh, the rack, catching anything that might boil over. Because See, if it smart. boils over and doesn't hit the tin foil, and then you go to use the oven again, then smoke comes up, and then you know you have to clean the oven, and it becomes right. this whole thing. It's Can't I swear that. to you, I, I've I've lost sleep over this. I believe you. I know. <laughs> Sad. Um. So. And again, I think it, it's a product of. You know the, I guess the, the word I'm, what I'm, what's the word I'm looking for? I for which you were looking. For which I was looking. Sorry, um, I think we've become so wary of, wary and weary mm -hmm. <laughs> of of all the events happening, or the events that have happened in the last hell just five years. Yeah, it's just you, you cannot put. Into, can you imagine if, I mean, if there are even history textbooks in another 50 years, they probably won't exist anymore. But, but I mean, can you imagine what is going to be in a history textbook in, in, in just the next 10 years? Like, you're, yeah, you, it's going to be sick. You and you're going to have to be wondering as you as kids are reading it, parents might be looking at it and saying, this is BS. I don't want my kid learning from this history textbook because it's it's biased. It's got a slant to it. It's right. You know, it's part of this. It's part of that. You know, or it's too far left. It's too far right. It's not about facts. There's They're just giving always opinions. sides. Yep. It's, it's you just can't be. You can't. You just can't be in the middle, and just try to absorb facts and form your own judgment. Yeah. Or or, or hey, guess what? Sometimes. You don't have to have a judgment. Sometimes you don't have to have an opinion. Sometimes you can just sit back and say, and, I don't know. And yeah. You know, but then you get other. judged by the people who say you don't know. Oh, then you must be the problem. Right. You know, because again, we're going to take an, another step is that if you don't know, if you claim I don't have enough information or I just don't care as much. The people oh, you're who, apathetic and right. you don't know. Then you're, you're the problem. You're, you're ignorant yep. and you're the problem. Mm -hmm. And then there and then that's you know, it it really is it it is really a problem. And, Not, I mean, and, look at the fact that you you know to continue down this history textbook idea. Imagine how the next generations are being raised. How you know what what they're to what they are being exposed. And how that is different than how we were exposed to things when we were growing up. Can you imagine what kind of thought processes and decisions they will have to make based upon how this information is going to be presented to them? It is going to make the jobs of the educators and the parents so much more difficult, as well as the whole thing just being a complete shit show. Because what happens when you have a parent or an educator who refuses to see it as potentially biased? Right. You don't have enough adults saying to these kids, look, here are the sides, okay? 
and you have to figure i can't stress this enough you have to find out what the truth is you know and yeah. you can't are you going to trust kids to figure out what the truth is they're going to listen to their parents they're going to listen to their role models they're going to listen to what they see on on tiktok and on youtube and whatnot i mean right. it's right. it's scary yeah it is it is flat out scary i was thinking about this too so you were talking about all this stuff and whatnot do you remember back in 2008 the south park episode where they spoofed the election with obama and mccain Yes. Okay, and it was essentially an Ocean's Eleven spoof. I thought it was a National Treasure spoof. Maybe it was a National Treasure spoof. Regardless, the whole thing, the, the idea was it is, you know, the, the, the South Park episode was such where it was, the the whole thing was a scam so that no matter who won the election, they all made out like bandits. Yes. Okay? In 2008, that's satire okay mm -hmm. imagine if that aired now people would be up in arms oh yeah because saying actually i think that's true i think that's exactly what happened right you know the 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 context the lens of how we view everything has been changed it's been altered Right. Okay, it's like it's like an optometrist went in and said, oh, you know, these glasses prescription, well, we're going to change them from making your eyes 20-20 to making them infinity pie. Hmm. Infinity pie actually sounds like something that I should be selling on my at my bakery. Right. Would infinity yeah. pie involve impossible turkey sausage? Ooh, like an infinity, like an infinity shepherd's pie, but with sausage. And stuff where it's not really meat. I I would have it. I know you would. I know I've seen I've seen you with stuff like that before. Mm -hmm. I witnessed you the first time you decided to hit one off the deck. So I know anything's possible. Uh, All right. And it was a, and it was a pretty decent shot. Too. Ladies and gentlemen, a couple of weeks ago, I saw Sean for the first time in his life, pull out his driver and use it to hit a ball on the fairway of a par five. Mm -hmm. And it was a decent shot. He says the first time in his life he's ever done that. Yep. Uh, now, was that because you pulled out the wrong club and you were just too lazy? It may have been by accident. I think I that's what it was. I think you back. were too because normally you, you take out the, the moonwood there. Yeah. And you're yep. like, nope, I, I I can't walk the three steps back to the cart. No, no, no. The less walking the better. Right. So I'm sticking to my guns and I'm gonna use the driver. Right. And hey, it it stayed low, but it went pretty far. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time. <laughs> God, we got a ton of title possibilities with this. It stayed low, but it went pretty far. <laughs> yes, why? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I was saying that to somebody last night. We were cracking up. That's I, forget, I forget what, it was. what I don't even know if it was about that or not. It was just I just said it like that, and we were just laughing. So That's a lot great. of beer involved. So of course, yeah. So I guess the moral of the story is. The NFL has threatened to hand down significant punishment over <laughs> right. these fines or right. over these fights with fines and stuff as they and, should, as they should. And you and I are here looking at it and saying, can you believe how if this had come out 10 years ago, we would take it at face value and through the natural course of us discussing it, it has led us to wonder about the ulterior motives of what's really going on. Right. That that's that is where we are. Yeah. You know, and and 
I guess the good news is that the fact that we are trying to examine that perhaps is good sportsmanship in itself. We're trying to be empathetic. We're trying to see things for what they are and not necessarily cast judgment per se, but trying to say, well, why is this the way that it is? And can we can we make it better? Right. You know, so. I think we did everything with this, right? Yes. All right. Well, then let's wrap this one and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to everybody in just a few short weeks while uh, Sean and I are actually. you know, in another time zone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that'll be fun. But uh, just a reminder that, uh, what are we? Uh, OSAFoundation.org, yep. podcast at OSAFoundation.org, Facebook.com slash right. OSAFoundation, Twitter, Instagram, at OSAFoundation, hashtag how you play the game. We'll talk to everybody in just a few short weeks. Until then, everybody, treat each other. Oh, Sean, thank you. Forgot to say thank you. <laughs> how dare you? I'm a terrible human being. <laughs> See? Sportsmanship. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you. You're welcome. And treat each other with respect. How You Play the Game is a production of the OSIP Foundation, Incorporated. The producer-engineer of this episode is Sean Ryan. Music by SoundSpring Studio. The executive producer of How You Play the Game is Jack Furlong. For more information, visit osipfoundation.org.